This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for a look back on today's match. This is the full-time report with the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. Today's game is brought to you by Equifax, proud partner of your Atlanta United, The Home Depot, with more ways to help take on your home projects delivered right to your door. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. AT&T, the official wireless partner of Atlanta United, Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing, and Piedmont, an official healthcare provider of Atlanta United. The home for MLS in Atlanta. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. Well, about the best thing we can say about today here in Montreal is the month of April is over. We knew it would be a tough month for Atlanta United. They had four road matches in the month of April. They end up winning one of them on April 2nd. But since then, no wins. Only one draw in the home match to Cincinnati. And today, a 2-1 loss to Montreal where... Atlanta United, Jason, conceded very, very early, dominated the match through the end of the first half and for a good bit of the second half, but then they concede a late game winner to Joaquin Torres. Yeah, I had a chance to, to hear Gonzalo Pineda's comments right after the, the final whistle from our friends with Valley Sports South, and it's frustration with the silly mistakes, I think is the term that he used, that, that give you those things you have to deal with. You give up a goal early, and it's a free kick that, you know, I didn't think it was much of a foul. The line was all over the map all day, especially early. But it's poor marking, and it's put home. And then you're running uphill, and you have to fight because Montreal drops. I mean, the possession's over 70% in the first half. Montreal drops. They sit back and defend from deep. They really don't have any interest in getting numbers forward. That makes it even harder to get forward if you're attacking that. You eventually get the breakthrough. But then when you're trying to catch your breath, you're not doing it in a way on the ball. And that was where you did lose the momentum and Montreal got it back. And then it's a 50-50 game towards the end. And that's the the frustrating element if you don't make the mistake early. And if if you want to say the foul's a mistake or the marking, it's the marking for me. The foul is something that happens in the game. If you don't make that mistake, the game's a completely different game. It has a different flow. When you have to expend so much energy chasing a game, it's difficult. And and this is a team that is still building up that continuity. This is the first time that Almada and Moreno and Araujo have started together. And when you don't see the chemistry 
happening as we've seen with Atlanta United so many times over the years where the passing is fast, it's quick. You know where the other player is going to be. When you don't play together, you don't know. And you saw that at times when they played into Montreal's hands, you're trying to find that teammate. You're trying to find that space, and you're just not quite sure where they are. And he take an extra second to find them, and then they're closed down quicker. Speaking of Moreno, he is our man of the match, brought to you by Heineken. Scored the only goal of the match. Very nearly had a second one in the first half. A lot of people may not remember that big save that Sebastian Brazen made. One of two really good saves that he had in the first half. But Marcelino created a couple chances, obviously had the goal, and is our man of the match. Won three tackles, uh, 40 of 44 on his passes, and, and being where he is in the field, he's not making simple passes all the time. Moreno consistently tried to make things happen in this game. And look, I, I know there are people who shudder every time Moreno loses possession on a dribbling duel, but do they give the same reaction the other way when he wins one? And that needs to happen because Marcelino Moreno is a game changer. He changed it here. It was a good ball to the backside to pick him out, but he had two defenders in front of him and he somehow creates the space, puts it off the post, Breza can't get to it, and equalizes. And I thought Moreno was really impactful throughout the game. Did he win every duel? No, he didn't. But he did a whole lot of things right. And he was the one who I thought was the most impactful for Atlanta United in the attack. So Marcelino Moreno, the man of the match, brought to you by Heineken. The statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont, official healthcare partner of Atlanta United. Shots were 15 to 12 Montreal. Each team had 12 shots on target. The possession was 62-38 Atlanta. The key passes, each team had nine. The big chances, 2-1 Montreal. Corners, 8-7 Atlanta. Uh, the duels, 54-46 Atlanta. That is actually significant compared to what happened last week in Fort Lauderdale. Much better for Atlanta United today. Uh, Atlanta United passed at... 86%, Montreal at 77%. Both teams called offside twice. And the expected goals were 1.87 for Montreal, 0.69 for Atlanta. So a little bit dissimilar than the matches against Cincinnati, uh, Charlotte, and last week against Miami. It was a little more even statistically. Uh, some of those numbers really tilted towards Montreal in the second half. The halftime stats that we gave you were very much tilted in favor of Atlanta United. But the only statistic, again, as many of you will point out to us correctly, is the score, and it's 2-1 Montreal this afternoon. Well, the highlights coming up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Back with more full-time report on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Well, Atlanta United suffers a 2-1 loss to Montreal this afternoon here at Stott Saputo. And uh, Atlanta United wants to remind you that for every Atlanta United clean sheet this year, they'll donate $2,000 to Children's Health Care of Atlanta. This year's donation total, $4,000. Uh, we knew within four minutes today it would not be a clean sheet for Atlanta United. Uh, the first goal conceded very, very quickly today, and that really uh, affected the match state a great deal especially in the first half but a little bit of a dubious foul conceded by Atlanta United off the near touchline about 20 yards from goal and Montreal is able to turn that into this goal by Kamal Miller scoreless in the fourth minute one man wall is Almada Chilowitz steps away Hamdi now fakes Mihailovic is up to it here's an inswinger to the back post header score too easy Kamal Miller way too easy 1-0 Montreal Miller scored that Montreal goal and had a a really not big role. He created the game-winning goal, which we'll get to a little bit later. Atlanta United, though, dominated the remainder of the first half, and it's not just Jason and I saying that. The statistics prove it. Uh, Two big diving saves by Sebastian Brazo, one in the 11th minute on Tiago Almada, one in the 31st minute on Marcelino Moreno, both of those shots coming from just outside the 18. And then in the 51st minute, Atlanta United does find the equalizer here from Marcelino Moreno. Goodman into the attacking third. Punched ahead by Aruju, but unfortunately to Johnston. Then Aruju wins the ball right back and gives it to Josetu. Josetu drives down the right wing. Ahead down the near touchline to Moreno. Moreno now on the edge of the attacking third. Back to Josetu. In the middle for Aruju. Turning and looping it over to Lennon, who's onside in the far corner. Lennon now at the right side of the 18. Dribbles to the end line. Back to the left. Leaves it back now to Almada. Shot to the penalty spot. Headed up in the air to Moreno. Moreno takes a touch. Shot! Off the post and in! Score! And Atlanta United equalizes in the 51st minute. Marcelino Moreno's second goal of the year. That, by the way, the hot play of the match brought to you by Scana Energy. For over 20 years, Scana Energy has made it easy for Georgians to receive the best natural gas rates and excellent customer service. Call 877-467-2262 to sign up today. Because of the way the ball pinballed around a little bit right before the goal, no assist to either Lennon or Almada on that, but both of them obviously very much involved in the buildup. Yeah, Almada should absolutely have an assist on that. Opta needs to get on it because it's a cross. Like, Moreno still has work to do, but assists are generally given in that situation because it's not a deflection. It's not anything where Almada's pass didn't create the opportunity for Moreno. Moreno beats an attacker, beats a defender, maybe two, and puts it off the inside of the post. It's a shot off the post. Uh, Opta has to score that as an assist for Almada. they got to get that right. 
Uh, and they could come back and give that they later. Uh, if they don't, then they're they're really shortchanging Thiago Almada. Yeah, but for Moreno, it is his second goal of the year. Even at one at that point, Montreal then, who didn't really want to play after scoring in the fourth minute, had to come out and start playing. And they created a couple of scramble situations really after the 70th minute. One Atlanta United was able to dodge, but the second one here, they were unable to dodge. And it goes as the game winner for Joaquin Torres. Short corner here to Torres, out of the far corner, back to Mihailovic. Back further now to Lapalainen, pitched into the box. Kamara, header wide. It's going to be saved at the end line, though. Tripping over the ball is Johnston. He rolls it back to Mihailovic, left corner of the 18. Pitch to the penalty spot again. Headed away by Ibarra. Sent back in now to Miller. Miller on the right side of the 18. Back to the right. Cross, header, score, Colasso. Joaquin Torres. It was an unbelievable 1v1 move by Miller to earn the crossing lane. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a Galasso because of the finish by Torres. It was that play by Miller who was able to put the cross in. How long was that sequence, though? It felt like an eternity. Yeah, that you're not <laughs> able to clear. Uh, we went back and we looked at, at some of the numbers during the last break, and, and Montreal had eight shots off of set piece situations in the match and at least six of those really came on two sequences that one was a little bit longer of like set piece after set piece where Atlanta couldn't clear the zone it wasn't one single set piece you had one in the first half that Bobby Shuttleworth made a save on so it's a weird game to feel a flow of because of those short bursts where Montreal took advantage of Atlanta not being able to clear and recycle the play and get out of their defensive third. And those are the moments that end up decide the match. And that's what's so frustrating when you get to open play, run of play, run of the 90 minutes. I mean, you can go through all the different permutations of it where Atlanta United is controlling the majority of the play on the day, but it's those moments that end up costing you the match. All right, we'll take your questions and your comments on Twitter after this. Send them in to us at MikeConti929. And at Longshoe with a full-time report, we'll continue in a moment as Atlanta United falls to Montreal today, 2-1 on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This is the full-time report on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, back live in Montreal. Atlanta United suffering a 2-1 loss to Montreal this afternoon. Let's take your questions and comments now on Twitter, and you can send them in to us uh, at Longshoe and at Mike Conti 929. Emilio Corsi says, uh, we have possession, we have chances, et cetera, and same result. Frustration is not good enough anymore. What do you want to do? Like, uh, that's the thing that, you know, okay, and what? Because you are outplaying the opposition consistently. So you should change your style of play to not outplay the opposition? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not that simple. Yes, you're frustrated. Of, Of course it's not good enough. We all know that. But what do you do to fix it? Because the way the team is playing, and you have to separate individual mistakes you can separate a portion of the game like set piece defending but the way the team is playing on the whole they are outplaying the results they're getting you're not going to guarantee better results by playing differently than the play that is outplaying the opposition consistently so you have to continue with this and you have to continue to get better eliminate the mistakes like we talked about in the last segment when eight shots are coming off of pretty much two maybe a third set-piece situations that you're not able to defend and clear. One ends up in the back of the net. One eventually ends up in the back of the net. Another one is saved off the line by Shuttleworth. That can't happen. That part can't happen. When you're playing as well as Atlanta United plays in general, which is the, the basis of saying they outplayed the opposition, you can't have those moments. And right now they're having those moments, and, and those moments in these last two have, have crushed them and have, have cost some points. Matt Wagner says, not good enough. The push to win comes way too late in the match. Atlanta United is dealing with a lot, especially the injuries, but there's too much talent on the team to not be more clinical. These are no longer acceptable results. I, uh, one, Matt, I have to thoroughly disagree that the push to win the match comes too late because the, the push to win the match started first minute, and then – they did not have a letdown after conceding first. They were the better team in the first half. They pushed and pushed and pushed. I think, if anything, well, all that pushing led to a bit of a letdown after they did get the equalizer. That's more of the issue for me. Um, what was the last part that he said? I'm sorry. Uh, he said these are no longer acceptable results. The Miami one is far less acceptable than this one. You never want to accept a loss, don't get me wrong. But Montreal is a team on a different caliber. You're having a different conversation than a home draw with Cincinnati and a loss at Inter-Miami, who is on a win streak, but not at the level of Montreal. This is a place that Atlanta United's only won one time in history. It was 2018. This is a difficult place to come up here and get a win. This is a place that at Stad Saputo, Montreal is 72-43-20. and 20. It, It's a fortress for them. So to say that it's unacceptable to win here, that is not true. The way you're playing 
and not getting results. That part, of course, is unacceptable, and that's got to change because you've got to win the moments. Well, Hardy says everyone wants to blame lack of scoring, but the defense gives up too many goals on very few chances. He says Alan Franco was involved in both goals against. It's a, it's a balancing act, right? Because if you say that, okay, well, we'll accept where the offense is, as uh, the TV crews are, are loading out, so it's a little loud. Um, if you accept where the offense is without the goals coming and you say we want to shore up defensively, then you're not going to score more goals by being less attack-minded, right? That doesn't seem to, to flow. So how do you fix that? Again, it's individual situations. Uh, I, I disagree on the first goal with Alan Franco because the first goal, if you want to argue about the foul that was committed, that was Alan Franco, and I didn't think it was a foul. Nor did I. So if, if that's the blame, I, I think we're shifting the conversation a little bit in that um, he was not, to my understanding, involved in the mark, and that was the issue. The foul is a free kick that is still a low percentage opportunity from where it was played. It becomes a high percentage opportunity because a shot is one on the back post, free and clear with the head. And I don't think that was Franco. I don't think Miller was Franco's man. Bear Ellis wants to know, do we think Atlanta United relies too heavily on wingbacks? Goodman and Lennon are expected to attack at full speed and recover on defense at full speed all game which basically leaves Atlanta United with two in the back time and time again. He says the defense looks panicked and on its heels a lot. That's how Atlanta United's played from day one. Uh, that was what Tata Martino wanted out of his fullbacks uh, in, in that situation. It's what Frank DeBoer wanted out of his fullbacks. It's what Gabriel Heinze wanted out of his fullbacks. It's what Gonzalo Pineda wants out of his fullbacks. Nothing's changed in, in that regard. They have always wanted the fullbacks to get high. Greg Garza talks about this all the time. I mean, that was the biggest change for him was coming to Atlanta and, and being told to basically play like a winger as opposed to being a fullback and sitting and defending and the ball's in front of you all the time. Your center backs have to be in isolated situations. Uh, that's the trade-off. So I don't think the goal – I don't think the issue today – was at all to do with Lennon and Gutman being high up the field and not being able to get back in time. I think it really comes down to clearing the set pieces and preventing those opportunities, and that's not on Lennon and, and Gutman in those situations. So today I don't think it mattered. You can, and I think this team has actually shown this a little bit in the last few weeks, you can at times attack with one, not both. And Andrew Gutman has stayed deeper until the play calls for him to go forward at times. Today it's a little different. I think one of the big things that is, is a little, you know, left out of the conversation right now, well, two things today, because you're still adjusting to Bobby Shuttleworth and goal. You are also today adjusting to not having Santi Sosa as the six. Those are two focal points, Brad Kazan and Santi Sosa, in the way this team was built to play, to mm -hmm. build up the play. They were fulcrums in the way that this team would play. Things revolved around them. Got to figure that out. Just like we talked about in the attack, how Alaruju, Almada, and Moreno had not started a game together until today. They don't know where the others are yet. Bobby Shuttleworth doesn't know as often as he's going to receive a pass. He's not used to that. Franco Ibarra and Mateus Hosechu playing in that six role as a double pivot. One, they've got to be in sync or they're in the same spot. Two, they're not used to being in that as much. So you had a lot of different things in building up the play that you needed to do today, but having the double pivot actually freed up Lennon and Gutman to get forward higher 
and I thought they were effective when they went forward. Uh, one more from Kevin uh, from Charlotte. He says, just being a playoff team, it's not good enough for me as an Atlanta United fan. It seems the fans are constantly told to temper expectations every year, and each year we progress away from what the promise of this team was supposed to be. That's a that's a hard one to say at this point of the season with what this season has entailed, in my opinion, because I don't think 21 progressed away from 20, for example, at all. I mean, 20, it's, it's a completely different thing because of COVID and because of the Joseph injury. I don't think 21 went away from that. I think this is a better team than they were last year. I think the way that they play is better. The results are, are not really better right now. No, they're not. But the way that they play – I think the performances are better right now than they were last year when Gonzalo Pineda took over. Of course, they're better than they were at the first half of the season. That's why you had a coaching change. Uh, Gonzalo Pineda is, is 10-7-5 in, in his time here in Atlanta. Uh, I, I think there is obviously progress from where it had been from the beginning of 20 with the injury to Joseph because that season was looking completely different when we go to Nashville than when it ended coming out of Nashville. It was a completely different season, completely different trajectory. Um, in MLS, I, I don't know what to tell you, Kevin, in terms of you know what's good enough and what's not good enough. You don't see a lot of re returning champions in this league. You don't see a lot of back-to-backs. You don't see a lot of teams consistently in the same spot in the table. Look at what New England's going through this year. It's a tough league. It's difficult. I think this year it's actually taken a really big step forward in terms of quality, and I think there are more teams every year – that can win the title. If it's title or bust, more often than not in Major League Soccer, you're going to be disappointed if that is the mentality. That's why we talk about the way the team plays, and that's why, in my opinion, and I, I think the way the team's been constructed from day one, the way that they play is part of the conversation and attacking. Now, of course, with all the attacking, you want the goals to show for it, and that part's not happening right now, and that's frustrating you got to make some decisions as you get further along. And this team has been linked with a lot of different possible moves going on right now. Now, a lot of that can be agent talk, but they're linked with a lot of things. Is it is it nothing? Is it smoke? Is there something to it? We don't know yet. We'll have to wait and see. The window right now closes on Wednesday until you get to the summer window. But you've got to make some decisions about what might be needed to change that trajectory what is Joseph Martinez's ability going to be when he gets back? We don't know yet. There's no way to know that right now. Um, you have to give him an opportunity to be Joseph Martinez. With what he's given to this club, you have to give him that opportunity. If he can't be, you do need to have a plan B. And Ronaldo Cisneros has been nice. I think he's been pretty good. He's worked hard. He's not scoring goals consistently right now. Jackson Conway hasn't scored goals consistently right now. Dom Dwyer's out, so you, you can't get him going after the, the Open Cup performance. Those are things that are going to have to be decided because I, I the earlier comment about we talk a lot about the offense, but it's the defense. These games are completely different if you're getting goals. If you're getting goals early, and it's very easy to say goals decide games, duh, or goals change games, again, duh. But take Montreal, for example. You get a fourth-minute goal. Their day is completely different than they thought it would be walking in the door. And it becomes a whole lot easier to take care of business when you get a goal in the fourth minute. Lanny United's not getting many of those. And they need some easier days. They need some days like that. If you get goals the way this team is built, which we've always talked about from day one, about scoring goals. If you get goals, we're having completely different conversations about this year. 
that is the biggest issue right now. I don't think there's anything else about it. You need to defend set pieces better, obviously. There's other things about the play that can improve, sure. But all of that said, if you get five more goals right now in these last few games, we're having a completely different conversation about where things are. All right, we'll wrap everything up for Montreal after this and look ahead to next Saturday's match against Chicago. Atlanta United falls 2-1 this afternoon to Montreal on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back, 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 back to the full-time report. The home for our Atlanta United is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, wrapping things up here at Scott Saputo in Montreal, Atlanta United. More frustration. 2-1 loss to Montreal this afternoon. They'll get a full week off now and uh, a lot of home matches, especially in league play, coming up in the month of May. In fact, Atlanta United now has five matches remaining across all competitions before the June international break. Their only road trip will be to Nashville. They have to do that twice, once for Open Cup, once for MLS. Home matches against New England, who's starting to leak oil. Not starting, they are leaking oil. Columbus, who's been struggling. And Chicago, first up on Saturday. Another team that has really started to struggle lately. They host Red Bulls tonight, but... I do, in general, Jason, get the feeling that Atlanta United is going to have opportunities. They have to do it, but they're going to have opportunities to come good, and hopefully it happens soon. Chicago hasn't scored in four going into tonight's game. They were a top defensive team early. They gave up three goals in quick succession to Minnesota last time out. We'll see how they do against the Red Bulls. We know how difficult playing the Red Bulls can be and what it takes out of you, which is a good thing for Atlanta United. You just, you know, look, it's it's frustrating because it's very easy to get down right now if you're in that team, if you're in that room. It's very easy to get down with the way the results are going, and it's almost like playing well and not getting the results is more frustrating. It drives you even more crazy. This is where it's a big week for Gonzalo Pineda, for the coaching staff who have done a great job in managing the emotions of this group, of managing people individually within the group. It's a big week for them to get everybody up for the match on the weekend, to get everybody recovered, I think physically and mentally, from this one and get them in the right frame of mind to Chicago and take care of business next weekend. All right, next weekend we'll be on the air, 5.30 for the Five Stripes Countdown from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. 6 o'clock will be the kickoff, first meeting of the year between Atlanta United and Chicago Fire. That'll do it for us this afternoon here in Montreal. For Dylan Matthews, our producer, and Jason Longshore, I'm Mike Conti. The final score again, Atlanta United falling to Club to Foot Montreal 2-1. We'll see you next week here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 